Episode number 608, Little Company, Big Vision. You're listening to the official BNI Podcast with BNI founder and chief visionary officer, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Stay tuned for networking and referral marketing tips from the man who's been called the father of modern networking, along with suggestions and insights into getting the most from your membership in the world's largest networking organization, BNI. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the official BNI Podcast. I'm Priscilla Rice, and I'm coming to you from Live Oak Recording Studio in Berkeley, California, and I'm joined on the phone today by the founder and the Chief Visionary Officer of BNI, Dr. Ivan Meisner. Hello, Ivan. How are you, and where are you? I am happy to say I am in Italy uh, this mm. week for the Italian Conference of BNI, and I love my visits to Italy. The members here are amazing, and of course, the food is incredible, and, and they have pretty good wine, too, which, as you know, I'm <laughs> a fan of. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. So tell us a little bit about this topic that you brought up. So I realized just recently that there's a story I've been telling for many decades that I've never done a podcast on. And so I decided, uh, I wrote an article on it, and I've decided to do this podcast on it. And it's a little company, Big Vision. Uh, it was 1986. Uh, I had just started BNI a, a year earlier. And the concept of working on my business, not just in my business, really resonated with me. I read a book by Michael Gerber, who I've, I've talked about a couple of times on the podcast, and he wrote a book uh, called The E-Myth. And, and in that book, he, he talks about working in your business, uh, working on your business versus in your business. And so I wanted to work as much as possible on my business, and I, and I wanted to do some vision-making for my business. And um, think ahead for where I wanted BNI to be for the next five to 10 years. How many members did I foresee? How many states would I be operating in? And at that point, I wasn't even thinking countries, but how many states would I uh, be operating in? What additional support could we provide members? All of these objectives came down to the need for a more comprehensive organizational structure. So I needed a bigger operation to eventually handle that bigger vision uh, of the company. So I sat down and I started my multi-year plan by drafting an organization chart. And this organization chart wasn't for what currently existed, but it was for what I envisioned. And the organization chart was for what I thought the company could look like five to 10 years into the future. So I began by considering all the functions that I was currently doing and that uh -huh. my employees were currently doing. I had two part-time employees, 1986, two part-time employees for BNI. Uh -huh. uh, both of them worked 20 hours a week. <laughs> so it amounted to one employee, basically. Mm -hmm. And I took a look at all of the functions that all three of us were doing. So there it was. I plugged their name in like four boxes. Uh, I did 15 different boxes, 15 different positions that I thought could exist five to 10 years from now. Their name was in four of those. My name was in the other, other 11. 
Mm-hmm. So there it was, Ivan Meisner, founder and CEO. <laughs> Ivan Meisner, and I put, I actually put our names in the boxes, and you'll see a copy here uh, of the organization chart that I did, literally 1986. It's a, it's a, uh, uh, a replica of what I did in 1986. So Ivan Meisner, founder and CEO. Ivan Meisner, marketing director. Ivan Meisner, um, complaint department. Ivan Meisner. <laughs> janitor. So I was listed in all of these uh, different boxes. Mm -hmm. So what's really amazing is that that gave me a vision as to where I wanted to take the company. You see, when when your company is small, everyone pitches in and does multiple roles. So I Mm -hmm. worked at deconstructing everyone's current roles and drafting an organization chart based on all the functions that we were currently sharing. Then I put the three of us, like I said, into every box uh, that I drew relating to the functions that, that the people were currently covering, even if they were covering multiple functions because it was a small office. Um, this exercise, you see, gave me unwavering clarity on what I wanted to do to grow the company. And that was that I had to get out of all the boxes I was in except for CEO. Mm-hmm. Now, this is easier said than done. It was, you know, it was my five to 10-year plan, and I knew it would take at least five years to get there. That meant that I needed to start right now in order to achieve that within a five-year period. Uh, so I began thinking about the things that I hated doing, and mm-hmm. accounting was at the top of that list. Uh-huh. I knew that if I wanted to grow the company, I needed this and, and other things off of my plate. I, and you've heard me say this before, uh, Priscilla, in my podcast. I believe in entrepreneurs either working in their flame or working in their wax. When they're working in their flame, they're on fire. They're excited about what they do. You can hear it in their voice. You can see it in the way they act. When an entrepreneur is working in their wax, they're being drained and they're, they're tired. They don't like what they're doing. You can hear that in their voice and you can see it in the way they act. So accounting was my wax and I knew it. So it was one of the first things that I needed to replace. Now, the beauty of business is that something that may be my wax happens to be someone else's flame. Mm -hmm. And I remember the first bookkeeper I hired, she loved accounting. She loved it. One day, true story, one day she came to me and she said, the books were off by five cents, but I found it. <laughs> now, now, it took her two hours. It took her two hours, right. she said, to find it, but she did. And she was so proud. Now, some people may be listening to this and thinking, wait a minute, you paid her two hours to find five cents? Yeah. Yes, I did. And I congratulated her on her hard work. Here's why. For me, it could have been off $50. And I would have said, oh, well, close enough. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I hate this. Could right. you imagine if it were off $500? She wouldn't go home and sleep until she tracked that right. money down. Oh, yeah. Bookkeeping was her flame. And I'm glad right. it was. 
And so I was happy to have someone who that was their flame and they would commit to, to the work to make sure it was done right. So with each person that I hired, I would put a line through the name in the box that was there and write in the name of the person who replaced me or one of my first employees. It took seven years, but I eventually oh. replaced every single person in that original organization chart. Mm -hmm. Great. Today, BNI has almost 100 employees at several corporate offices around the world. And it has over, I, I don't think members realize this, BNI has over 12,000, as of today's podcast, has over 12,000 franchisees, executive directors, national directors, director consultants, and employees working for the com company in more than 70 countries, over 12,000 people. Wow. And it all began with that handwritten, vision-making organization chart. That's amazing, Ivan. I, really? I, I, it, every day I look back and, and think, wow, you know, it's, it's amazing what this has become. But yeah. amazing things. Oak trees grow from a small acorn. Mm -hmm. The key, I believe, to creating a successful company, one of the keys, there are many, one of the keys to creating a successful company is creating a vision and working towards that vision and learning how to work on the business versus in the business. And that was my vision back in 1986 when I did this original organization chart. And I, I think this is just a great exercise. If you're listening to this podcast, wherever you are in business, whether you're a year old or 10 years old, I think it's a great exercise for you to sit down and, and write out where do you want to be five years from now? It doesn't matter how long you've been in business. Where do you want to be five years from now? And here's the other thing I'd recommend. And then if you want to talk uh, about this idea, I'd ha be happy to. But here's one thing I'd recommend. Keep the first one that you did. Mm -hmm. I didn't. What, what you're seeing uh, here on this podcast, the graphic is my... Uh, uh, it's a duplicate. I, I redid it for this podcast, uh, but I didn't keep the handwritten. It was a hand-drawn org chart. Yeah. If mm -hmm. I had that today, 30-some years later, I would have it in a frame and on my wall. Uh, mm -hmm, right. But I didn't. You know, It was like, yay, I did it. Last one. Scratch my name off. Put in the new person. And I threw it out. Uh, I wish I'd have kept it. I'd recommend that if you're going to do this exercise, uh, keep it. So that's, that's my podcast for today. Uh, Priscilla, any thoughts? I just, it's really amazing what you've done, Ivan. It's just incredible that you've grown this little company into this very big company. And I'm always reminding um, the members whenever I, I do the educational moment, I'm always reminding them that they are just a little cog in a very big machine. It's, you know, now it's maybe in 73 countries or yeah, something Yeah, it's over like 70 that? countries. And you know what I like to say? Because a little cog in a big machine sounds, uh, it sounds too much like a Charlie <laughs> Chaplin movie. I would say it's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's a good phrase. Because the, that iceberg, you know, that's big, it's large. And oftentimes members only see the tip. 
that there's a massive infrastructure underneath it. I mean, 12,000 people as of this date, 12, that's not in my wildest dreams that I ever think that we'd have 12,000 people. That's a pretty big org chart, yeah. by the way. Right. I don't think you can put that on I one page. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. So if, you, if, if you're listening to this podcast, I'd love to hear what you think about this idea. I'd love to hear if you're going to try it, if you've ever done anything like it. Please share that with us here on the podcast. Thanks so much. It's a great podcast. Very interesting. Okay, for more of Ivan's content, go to IvanMeisner.com. Thank you so much for listening. This is Priscilla Rice, and we look forward to having you join us again next week for another exciting episode of the official BNI podcast. 